Welcome to the game. This is game. They should have never gave you platform. episode of The Gap. I'm your lovely or Haiti host, Kamal, aka The Black Seinfeld, aka Magic X. Hey, since I got the best audience out there, what should the best audience be doing right now? Uh, y'all, well, what you waiting for? Y'all better be doing it then, giving yourself a round of applause. If they watching, oh my bad, I got the air horns, but if they watching, at least they learning, you feel me, and the more air horns, you feel me? I appreciate all y'all, from the ugly to the beautiful and to the in-betweeners. And, oh. <sighs> mm. There is a ton of in-betweeners out there. Oh, wow. That's <sighs> a uh, pandemic of them. <laughs> anyway, oh yeah, I appreciate y'all though, for real. That engagement is going up, and that's what is important. The news channel, the numbers is moving up. You feel me? I appreciate y'all for real, though. Nah, seriously, though. You know what I mean? But uh, for my tubers, though, YouTube been around since 2005. I don't need to tell y'all what to do to get the video or the channel booming. But just like the rest of the tubers say, I'm going to say the same thing. Like a sub. Sub a share. Share a comment. Comment a like. Y'all know what to do? Some of y'all smart out there, you feel me? A for my potters though. I'm on Google Podcasts. I'm on Apple Podcasts. I'm on Spotify and I'm on iHeartRadio across all those platforms. All you gotta do is type in the gab or type in Kamal Johnson ENT. And bam, I pop right up. Oh yeah, write a review. Okay. I don't give a damn if it's good or bad. Whatever. Write the review. You feel me? Appreciate y'all. Also, I appreciate my Reddit family, my real family, my social media family. My Reddit people, I'm not responding to your, to your comments. For the tubers, oh, if you want to be responded to, go over to the tube and comment over there. But for the tubers, do not, I mean, actually, you can write a long-ass comment if you want. But I'm only going to read a couple lines, okay? Also, this is very important, y'all. Hit that notification bell. So you know when I drop these fire-ass lives or fire videos, you feel me? Okay. Also, I appreciate my lovely sponsor. I'm rocking the gear until you see it. So boom! Yeah. First place losers. The link to the shop going to be in the description below. Y'all go check out the fire-ass goddamn garments made out of 100% Egyptian cotton. I guarantee it'll boost your sex appeal about, let's say, uh, 22%. And look here. If it look good on me. It's gonna look good on your in-between ass. Alright. Enough with the intro. Let's hop right into the damn show. And today's topic, we gotta talk about, oh my god. And it's at an all-time high. Coonan! Jesus! The Coonan is reached a goddamn all-time high. Wow. And some of y'all out there, y'all like, Coonan? 
what are you talking about, bro? Like, what the hell does coon mean? Is that short for raccoon? No. This what coons mean? Okay. You see, pop up on the screen. Bam. And this is basically what cooning means. You see it on the screen. And for my potters, I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry, I don't show you the screen, but basically cooning is basically you like, you, you self-denying your, your blackness and you technically want to be white or a different race. And you do all these antics and stuff for that audience. That's basically what cooning means. Okay? Now I know you like, well, who the hell are you talking about? What you mean is an all-time high? What? All right, let me give you examples of the cocoonings. Oh my God, one of them. Mark Robinson. Oh my God, bruh. Why, man? Bruh, bruh kind of do like Uncle Ruckus a little bit too. You feel me? He talking that bull malarkey that we not owed as foundational black Americans reparations. He's saying that we owe them. What do you mean we owe them? Are you saying we owe ourselves? What the hell are you talking about, Mark Robinson? God damn. The biscuits be buttery for bruh bruh. Golly. Oh my goodness, man. Coon in at an all-time high. Another person. Bob Woodson. God damn. The doppelganger of Gandhi. You fuck, you fuck, frail little bitch. Damn. What are you talking about? He went on Dr. Phil and had the nerve to talk about, oh. oh man, he's saying that black people, basically, we shouldn't get reparations because we got to look at our own community, the it's the whole black-on-black -black crime ordeal. The whole black people own slaves, too. He said this. Black people own slaves, too. Oh, Bob Woodson. I know you want to be white, bruh. But you're not. Stop with the coonery. Okay? This old ass. Man! Alright. Y'all want some more examples of cooning? I got y'all. Y'all know the Jess Pearly things, right? Well, here's an example of Cooning. King Riches. They were talking about your black ass, and you were like, well, I don't see nothing wrong. I don't see nothing, bro. I mean, damn, man. Just probably things ain't racist. I mean, Nick Fuentes ain't racist either, bro. He dapped me up and said, what's up, bro, bro? She called you my African. What? Didn't even call you a man. Called you my African. And you cooning. For just pearly things. Another one. Cooning. Auntie Jenny. With your coon ass. She here talking about... Man, I ain't talking about my white savior. I mean, just pearly things like oh, that. How dare you talk about my white mama? What? Auntie Jenny, how's she your white mama? You way older than her. God damn. You see what I'm doing? I, 
I'm bringing in old and young black people cooning away. There was another one of her employees. I don't even know for her name, but he was cooning. Jesus. Capping for this white woman. Jesus. Cooning. Upholding white supremacy like a mug. I can't stand it. That's what I mean. It's cooning all around the damn globe. I just told you about some coons in the States. I done told you about some coons in the UK. Hell, they be cooning in Africa too. And that's wild. It is wild to think about that these Africa and they cooning out there. Cooning in Australia. Hell, it ain't it ain't much black people out there in Japan and Asia. But uh they be cooning out there too. They're cooning everywhere. Oh my god, bro. Is it the year of the coon? <laughs> Is it the year of the coon? Is that what's going on, you goofies? You goof troops? You're the freaking coon, bruh. <laughs> wow. And coon ain't been happening since the beginning of time, bruh. Jesus. This is being more rampant now. They're trying to get their little trinkets to coon away. Golly. I done named... Uh, I named a basketball team worth the coons. Jeez, we got we got Aunt Jenny at the point guard. We got we got King Riches at the small fort. We got the no name coon. I don't even know brother name. He a shooting guard. We got fat ass Mark Robinson Cooney Coon. He gonna be the center. And the power forward, they might interchange King Riches. And Bob Bob Woodson might interchange a coonery from small forward and power forward. There you go. You got the all-star goddamn b-ball team of coons right there. Jesus. My God, bruh. Y'all. We ousting you coons, bruh. I don't care. We are going to oust you coons. Alright? Us as foundational black Americans, we ousting you coons everywhere. Got them tap dancing and chucking and jiving for Whitey. Don't you get tired of that? Don't you get tired of not standing up for your own race as a black person? All right, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe y'all don't. Because <laughs> y'all do it so frequently. God damn. I'm sick of it. Hell, the raccoons is sick of it. They sitting in their garbage can like, damn, we at least we stand up for our own species, you feel me? Y'all ever see a raccoon fight another animal? They stick together. Now they might look all a little cute and all, but when they get the ah, and roaring and shit and hissing, they come together and fight that one 
species, it'd be a cat, dog, cat, dog, whatever it is they fighting, they band together. They even tired of y'all like, God damn. You coons, man, like, sh man, I bet you they mad like, why we got to associate with the coons? They don't even stand up for their own race. Raccoons is like, at least we stand up for our own. Damn. <laughs> Golly. Oh, man. Yeah, man. Look it. At the end of the day, man, we have to oust these coons because they mess up the movement. They mess. They make us look bad as black people globally. Globally, they make us look bad. You feel me? And I want more black people around the world to oust these coons. Why is it only foundational black Americans we don't want ousting them? Come on, my Jamaican people, my Haitian people. If they coon in over there, I'll stay ass. All right. My sources, you feel me? Life, history, social media, all that. Media outlets, they be sprinkling in little coons here and there. They coon ways. And a lot of things, man, like, man. The reason why we got to oust these coons because these coons be in somewhat, some levels of power or be trying to garnish power. Like Mark Robinson, he's trying to be a politician and shit. Bob Woodson, I don't know what the hell he doing. I'm like, bro, what you, weren't you on a show in the early 90s? What's the early, yep, the early 90s, you feel me? <laughs> Welcome to Couch at the Crip. <laughs> I know, I know who tells him the Crip is when I see it, bruh. Bob Woodson trying to rebrand. I can't believe a Crip Keeper trying to rebrand, bruh. Okay. Alright, man. Enough of this cooning topic. Let's get into the next segment, you feel me? In? Ooh, we! We about to get into the SAF segment. And today, I gotta talk about this series right here. We got to talk about beef on Netflix. Is that, let me ask y'all something. Is that cultural appropriation? What? Or is it not? I don't know. Come, I mean, like, you know who, 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 like, made the phrase beef in that regards, you know what I mean? Popping, right? Yeah. Foundational Black Americans. We did that shit, okay? Look, y'all to ask yourself. You know what I mean? Now they use a beef. It's a hit-ass show. You feel me? I remember there was a, a goddamn, uh, was it like a doc documentary called Beef? And it had like 50 Cent and stuff like that. All right, I'm getting off tangent. My bad, y'all. Beef on Netflix. And um, I will say this show was pretty good. I actually enjoyed this show. Um, Let me give you the cast, well, some of the cast members. Uh, Let me give you the stats. And I'm going to give you the plot. So, it's a dark comedy. And the stat that is really important that you really need to know is basically Ali Wong, and she played Amy. Amy Lou. And let me admit, Ali Wong, she's actually pretty funny. Maybe I'll watch her stand-up, because she was pretty funny. But she was crazy, too. 
And I was like, is she acting or is this really her? Because I couldn't tell. <laughs> I was like, bro, Ali Wong is probably insane. But the thing that always was throwing me off, I'm like, bro, she is so tiny. Like, she looks small on screen. But she was so insane. I was like, yo, I wouldn't want to cross paths with this woman. God damn, I see her walking walking towards me in the street. I'm crossing the street. <laughs> she all posing with the gun she had. She like, yeah, I'm about to show this for my IG live. Mm, mm, mm. She even, you know what? I'm getting into the plot. Let me, let me, hold on. Another actor, actually really good actor, Stephen Yoon. He played Danny Chu. And Danny Chu and Amy were beefing, essentially. That's why it's called beef. And Steven Yu, he played in um, The Walking Dead. He's a really good actor, you know what I mean? Does his thing. And then another main character, the nasty man himself, the nasty award goes to David Chu. He played Isaac. He was Danny Chu's cousin. And my thing is this, bruh. I'm going to talk about, bro, in my other show, The Serious Glare. Shameless plug. Uh, nasty man. Said some nasty things in his personal stuff. But the acting-wise, really good. Did really good in this series. You know what I mean? But the rest of the actors, they're more like supporting cast. You feel me? You know what I mean? Kudos to y'all. Y'all did your thing. But I, that's all I can say. The acting wasn't bad. Storyline was good. It was kind of funny at times. And yeah, it was very dark. Uh, let me give you the stats. IMDb gave it an 8.2. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 98%. Who'd y'all pay at Rotten Tomatoes? Huh? I ain't seen, actually, I only seen one score 100%, and I think another score like 95%. That's it. The people gave it a 95%. So, hey, frick y'all. This, this was actually a really good show. Like, I ain't gonna knock it. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna shit on it or nothing like that, because this was a really good show. Storyline is good, it could be relatable to a certain extent. The acting was really good. You feel me? And I like how it showed that, yo, Asian people crazy too, yo. We try to get this stereotype of Asian people like, man, they're super smart and they're kind and courteous. And, like, uh, they don't do any type of wrongdoings or crime unless they're in the Yakuza. No, damn it. Asian people is normal like us people. They crazy. They get angry. They do wild, zany stuff. They, uh, you know what I mean? They... They they have anger problems, man. Yeah. They get stressed out. They real they live normal lives, bro. I like that they showed this like, yo, man. We we ain't all respectable and freaking being zenful and stuff. Nah, we we get it in. We get we get mad off of little stupid things. And that's where I'm gonna get into the plot. Beef was basically in. I mean, this joke is written in itself. Did Ali Wong write this joke right here where, you know the running joke that Asian people can't drive, right? Well, that's what consists of this whole series of the beef. Amy Liu and Danny Chu both were in the wrong when they were driving. Gorge. And it was road rage at its finest. Like, <laughs> God, wait. Bro! Y'all knew what y'all was doing, bro, when y'all did this, bro. Y'all knew it. 
They're like, yeah, let's 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 do a play on like you know us H people. We don't know how to drive, so let's make a just a whole show of we didn't know how to drive at first, and then it leads into ultimate beef. Yeah, I mean, I could stop it right there with the. <laughs> I can literally stop right there, and it's like, yo, that's that's the show, yeah. But I'm gonna give y'all more info though. So essentially, though, they was in some parking lot. Uh, Amy Lou and Danny Chu, they got, like, you don't see Amy Lou, you just see her car and stuff like that. And Danny Chu is mad. He mad that he went to the grocery store, tried to make a return. Brush trying to murk himself, and he's failing at it. He's basically a failure at life. He can't even murk himself properly. Jesus Christ. Failing at it. They go in there, bruh come out, right? Then, like, some car, you know what I mean? Amy Lou got the fancy car and bro riding the truck. And they get to the altercation. And they just get into road rage. And Amy Lou, and this is the only part where I'm like, the road rage got out of hand. Amy Lou tried to back up and tried to smash bro with the car and stop. And then drove off. And then Danny Chu got the license plate. And then from there, that's where the beef commenced. Okay. Danny, Danny Chu goes up, goes to the crib. He think it's a man the whole time. Misogyny. It comes, it turns out to be Amy, which is a woman. And he like, hold up, bruh. You the one tried to smash it in my car? Oh, we about to have beef. So they funking the whole show. The whole show they funking till the very end. And then like Isaac comes into play, which is Danny cousin. And Isaac is within the underworld and doing all types of stuff, but Isaac is helping out Danny find the person at first, and then Isaac is kind of like, bro, what you doing, bro? Like, yo, I'll give you this money and all, dog. You feel me? I'll help you out, but bro, you wildin' right now. And then, bro, Danny became friends with freaking Amy goddamn husband, which was played by young Mazzino. He was Paul. Yeah. Played, bruh, bruh. They become friends. Because at first, Danny was looking. He went in the house. He acted like he was um fixing some roof or something. I don't know. He acted like he was a handyman. Went in the crib. And then he was like, you know, looking at the picture, sizing up her husband. Like, yeah, man, I'm about to whoop his ass. Da -da -da. Then he went in the car and saw him and was like, yo, your husband drive this car? Misogyny. And she was like, nah, I'm the breadwinner. I ride this. He was like. Wait a minute, I rode away with you? Oh, hell no. And then they just beefing the whole show. Petty beef, by the way. It's like a lot of petty things, you feel me? But you do get the sense that shit could go left because Amy, like, she's a gun toter. And she's, you you get a feeling like she's trigger happy and liable to shoot, bruh, bruh. And at one point, she debated the masters with the gun. And I know some of y'all was like, no, she she didn't she didn't debate the masters. What you talking about? She masturbated. Gorge. And now it's gonna click. You gonna oh debate. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. She was getting off holding going. She was, ooh, my lover. Ooh, ooh. Damn. Had her skate, skate, skating off a gun. And that's wild. <laughs> maybe, I mean, maybe Amy needed their. That's what it was. They just needed therapy. Actually, it wasn't even that. You know what it was? They just needed a friend. 
They just want to be each other friends. You know how like back in the day, you like you 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 fight somebody and then y'all actually becoming good friends. That's all this was. That was the plot of the damn show. Like, hey man, you might fight with your enemy and then you sit down and talk and y'all see that y'all got stuff in common, such as depression. And that's what the end of the show was. They literally sat down and got stranded somewhere and they had to sit down and talk and they hashed out their stuff and realized they had actually more in common than they thought. And they both were some depressed motherfuckers. One was super, super rich and one was super, super poor. But they both had that depression in common. Which, I guess beef too, the next season, y'all should just show them in therapy together. Like, they're not even a couple, but they in therapy together. And that strings up a whole type of other beef. I think that's what y'all should do. That'd be funny in itself. <laughs> but yeah, man. The very last episode, it consists of that, where they kind of talked about mental illness, depression. They both dealing with it and how, like, they both is in, in different tiers of their life, but they both dealing with the same thing. And they essentially become friends at the end of the day. Beautiful. That was nice. Y'all did y'all did all this off of freaking road rage. <laughs> and y'all come hold on. Let me find out who wrote this. Who wrote this? Original network. Okay. Executive producers. Who wrote it? There's no writers. It's editors. I mean, I guess executive producers, Lee Sung Jin, Steven Yoon, Ali Wong. So they all executive produce it in a way. Y'all knew what y'all was doing with the whole driving thing. Y'all knew what y'all was doing. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> Low-hanging fruit. Anyway, look. Like I said, this was a great series. I really enjoyed myself. When I first saw I kept trying to not watch it because I was just like, beef? What? All right, whatever. Then I was like, let me watch it. And I watched it, and I was like, oh, this is really pretty good. You feel me? Some of the petty beef that they had going on, I was like, man, bro, these these, these mother effers is petty, yo. Y'all are so petty. <laughs> it made for great TV, okay? Look. Y'all know, y'all know me by now. You feel me? I don't deter y'all, encourage y'all to watch any shows, movie, films, or listen to albums, nothing like that. I give my spiel. If you like, you like it. If you don't, whatever. Anyway, this was the show Beef on Netflix. I enjoyed it. It was really good. A lot of pet, a lot of pettiness, and at the end of the day, sometimes. You might be arguing with somebody and they're your enemy. Sometimes y'all might just have to sit somewhere where you're stranded and then y'all find out like, wow, we're actually friends. We just wanted to be friends. Oh, you know what they say? <laughs> somebody that love you and admire you is a thin line between them hating your ass too. You feel me? Think about it. All right, y'all. Y'all know what time it is. Ooh, we. It is meantime, and I got some juicy memes for y'all. Oh, man, these had me in a frenzy. So, okay. So, the thing about, I got, I got a, a, 
a raccoon face, right? And we talked about cooning and stuff, right? And the thing, the 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 thing about the coon and stuff is like they like biscuits, buttery biscuits and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And as you see, it got the coon face, and it reads, "They should call me Butter, cause I'm on a roll." <laughs> you get it? Butter biscuits, roses biscuits. Do you correlate? No. Really? Also, also, we gonna have, we gotta have beef now, huh? Huh? Oh hell, dog! Y'all like my jokes? Oh, y'all make me sad. I'm about to cry. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, all right. So we talked about beef, and. We said that, you know, the running jokes that Asian people can't drive and stuff like that. So I just had to get a meme. You feel me? And it has, right? Remember from Family Guy? <laughs> Remember that that clip when they had the Asian woman and she was driving and she was like, I turn left now. Good luck, everybody. Else. <laughs> and she started driving and crashing into everybody, bruh. Oh, my God. Oh my god, bro. Beef, y'all know what y'all's doing, having that as like the, the start off of the beef with the driving and everything, bro. Oh my god, bro. Oh my god. Hey, man, my Asian people, bro. I love y'all, bro. It's cool. I love y'all. Unless y'all racist, then y'all can eat a dick. You feel me? <laughs> but other than that, y'all love y'all, bro. Y'all y'all know. You know what I ain't even gonna say it. Y'all say it in the comments for me. Oh, <laughs> got another meme. And it has Clarence Thomas. And for the slow motherfuckers out there that don't know who Clarence Thomas is. Gorge. He's a Supreme Court judge, you feel me? I think he was appointed by Donald Trump. And he's there. And he got his picture and he's smiling. Looking like, yeah, I do this for a living. And it reads, now that's cooning. I could get behind. <laughs> Clarence! Clarence, I didn't know. Well, I didn't know. <laughs> Ultimate coon, goddamn super coon. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god, bro! I might get canceled. <laughs> All right, man. Enough with the memes, man. Oh my goodness, I appreciate y'all for real, man. It's the end of the show. You feel me? Y'all did your thing. You feel me? I know. I know y'all about to have graced me with some great comments or some bad comments. I don't give a damn. But that engagement going up. Y'all doing y'all thing. You feel me? This is another episode of the Gab. I'm your lovely or hated host Kamal, aka the Black Seinfeld, aka Magic X. Since I got the best audience out there, what should the best audience be doing right now, y'all? You goddamn right. Give me yourself a round of applause. If they watching, at least they learning. And I appreciate all y'all. From the ugly to the beautiful and to the in-betweeners. And wow. 
there is an influx of in-betweeners out there. Jeez Louise. Wow. <sighs> For my tubers, though, YouTube been around since 2005. I don't need to tell y'all what to do to get the video or the channel booming, but just like the rest of the tubers say, I'm going to say the same thing. Like a sub. Sub a share. Share a comment. Comment a like. Y'all know what to do. Some of y'all smart out there, you feel me? Ado, for my potters, though, I'm on Google Podcasts, I'm on Apple Podcasts, I'm on Spotify, and I'm on iHeartRadio. Across all those platforms that I just mentioned, all you got to do is type in Kamal Johnson ENT or type in The Gap, and I'll pop right up. You feel me? Oh, yeah. I appreciate my Reddit family, my real family, and my uh, uh, social media family, okay? For my Reddit people, you feel me? If you comment over there, whatever, I ain't answering. If you want to be heard, go over to YouTube, comment over there. For my tubers, hit that notification bell so you know when I drop these fire-ass videos or the fire-ass lives. Also, if you write a novel of a comment, I'm only going to read a couple lines, okay? But I still appreciate y'all writing them long-ass comments. Do your thing, you feel me? You feel me? Yeah. Also, I appreciate, and I'm rocking the gear, first place losers. You feel me? My sponsor. The link to the shop going to be in the description below. Y'all go check out the fire-ass garments made out of 100% Egyptian cotton. I guarantee a Boucho sex appeal up by, let's say, a 25%. And look here, if it look good on me, it's gonna look good on your in-between ass, okay? And let me tell y'all something, you feel me? Y'all doing the damn thing, goddamn! I gotta give y'all a round of applause, my audience had engagement going up, the numbers going up, y'all doing the damn thing. Oh my god, Jesus. I'm really feeling like a, oh, like a news station, oh. I'm a news anchor. Oh, lovely. Even one of my homeboys, you feel me? He said, I told him, yeah, I'm a news anchor. He said, I hate that for you. Man, go hate and eat, eat a dick, okay? Jesus Christ. You my homie and all, but yeah. I, even my home, my homeboys and homegirls will get the wrath if they on the bullshit, okay? Just want to throw that out there. I, still my bro, though, bro, okay? Anyway, that being said, y'all have a good day, good evening, good whenever it is y'all consuming this content. Have a good one of it. And on that note, oh, for my potters, write a review for your boy. It helps out the pod. We're trying to get the pod booming. The, the tube is going up. You feel me? It's doing its thing. Let's get the pod going. Write a review for your boy. I don't give a damn if it's good or bad. Write a review. Let your thoughts out, okay? Don't be scary. Or you could be scary and still write the review. You'd be like, I'm scared. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, y'all. Like I said, y'all have a good day, good evening, good whenever it is y'all consuming this content. Have a good one of it. And on that note, y'all, I'm out, y'all. Peace. Hey, yo, man. The All-Star Coons, man. God damn, King Riches, Clarence Thomas.
Bob Woodson, Mark Robinson, and Aunt Jenny. Y'all are the all-stars of Coney. Mm. This was a game. This was a game.